0: Your news, your views, your values. This is WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM. Good morning and welcome to another edition of the Sunday Forum right here on WMNF 88.5 FM, Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete. We are glad to have you here with us today. Uh, My main man, Mabili's here. This is your host, Walter Elspeth II, and we are excited because, you know, this is Black Music History Month. Right, Mabini? Well, uh... Or at least it's, like... It's continuing. Range, is that it? It's, uh, it's in June,
1: but it continues through July because there's so many things happening. Right, because we
0: have the Essence That's right. Festival coming up. Nothing like the Essence in Festival June. That's right in right. New Orleans. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're glad to to know that that's still going and going strong. Listen, I, man, I'm 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 happy, man. I'm elated because yesterday the brothers got together. Oh yeah. When I say the bros, you know what I mean. The members of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity, Incorporated, got together yesterday mm-hmm. uh, at the Perry Harvey Park, and it was an outstanding event. Outstanding event. Um, it was a cookout. We set out for for the brothers The brothers from, from Paiota um, And Mu um, Got together and put it down Put it down Shout out to um, The boss Of both chapters Shout out to um, All the brothers out there That showed up And, and the brothers that, that couldn't show up Hey man, I, I'm glad you're safe You stayed home <laughs> Stayed awake. <laughs> no, it was it was a great time. It was a great time. Uh, we saw people, man. You know, it, it was good for brothers to be together like that because we saw people that we hadn't seen in years. In some instances, I saw, man. I saw um, former college roommates. Um, gosh, man just bros from all over the place. So shout out to the bros, man, from from Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. And the cookout yesterday was a great success. Great success. Uh, thank you to the public that, that came out and fellowshiped with us. Uh, it was open to the public. And it was great. It was tremendous. It really was. Um, and, you know, a couple of things. I, I got to say this. Um, I'm going to show, when, when I get the, the video up, I'm going to show everybody this nice shirt that this brother gave me. Um, And I really appreciate that. His name is Trace. My man Trace is from uh, Birmingham, Alabama. And he's known as the Polo Q. My man, the Polo Q, the original Polo Q. Um, Let me tell you, he is a, uh, he actually creates uh, paraphernalia. On make sound five paraphernalia. And he does a great job of it. It is very original. He is original. And uh shout out to the brother, uh, the original Polo Q. Uh Ace Dog Trace 09HE, man. Glad to know you out there, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. We're gonna keep on supporting you, man. Alright. Okay, so and I'm gonna show off the the uh, the tank top that he got me. It was really really nice. It's a basketball jersey that he got me, and uh, and you know, I, I just I just really wanted to give him a shout out. And, and anybody else that's out there, man, if you're doing paraphernalia work, we want to know who you are because we don't have many paraphernalia shops here. In matter of fact, I don't think we have any paraphernalia shops here in uh, in Tampa. You got to order your pair for doing if you're going to have it at all. I really need some because
1: there's a lot of artwork that could be being displayed. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. So, Trace, hey, man, shout out to your brother, the original Polo Cube. All right. Um, Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got here. Hey, man, this week, um, you know, there's more... Listen, man, I, I don't know how I feel about these jokes about the, the submarine thing, man. <laughs> do, you have, do you have anything on that? I mean, any feeling on that at all? I, I, I just, I don't know how I feel about it. <clears throat>
1: I think people people want to joke and make fun, make light of something that's tragic and hard to swallow, hard to wrap your mind around, but... um you know it's really not a joking matter it's uh exploring is one thing but exploiting tourists tourism to the titanic is another thing and it's just the maybe the whole business model is a joke
0: well or they just need to make a better business make a better business model period yeah i, I don't you know titanic is is important it's an important part of our history it should not be lost to um to the bottom of the sea. Um, there's just a lot... Well, let me just put it this way. I don't know that I... that I, I'm i not going to lie, I laughed about some of the jokes that went up. I did laugh. I did laugh, y'all. I did. But I don't know that, that it's okay to do that right now. It's just too soon, man. It's too soon. Um... I, I you know that was that was tragic because now they're finding the parts of the sub and bringing them up, and they're finding I believe um, what what was rem- what what are remains yeah of some of the people who were in the in the sub. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, this is the submarine, the mini sub that was sent down, that w- that actually went down to explore the remains of the Titanic, and it was known as the Titan sub. That Titan sub, mini sub, contained uh, five people inside, one of which was a 19-year-old boy. Uh, I I say boy because he was 19, still a teenager. And they all perished because of a malfunction, which is an understatement, And I know somebody's going to call and and give me a what for about that whole thing. But nevertheless, the malfunction, uh, whatever it was that went wrong, there's people still trying to speculate and figure out what did go wrong. And to, uh, outside of the fact that it did implode and crushed everyone inside, that is more than tragic. That is more than tragic. And there are those who were saying that this particular submarine was not suitable for going down to the depths that it did go down to, so um I'm not certain that that everybody knows really understands what happened, you know, um, but then there are those who just don't care and they they see it there are those out there who are saying okay, these were Rich folk with disposable income that went down there and, and did something stupid and so nah you know i don't I don't see it that way um i mean I, I I do see it as I do recognize that they were wealthy um that they were able to do this It's not something that would that I've ever seen any black folks do to that right now there was, there was a joke that went out. This is you know I'm, you know, who didn't go down in this club? Ooh, black folk. Right. That's a, it's out of most of our price
1: range to go on that type of tourism. You know, there's similar tourism occurring to uh to space with uh, Virgin Galactic and Virgin Orbit. These are all sort of yes. rich guys who are pushing the envelope and I guess trying to beat each other trying to get to space, maybe to privatize portions of space. I'm not sure. But the price tag to go, and you're only going to spend like 90 minutes there once you go to the, and I believe it's just the edge of space for Virgin Galactic. Uh, And I think who is it? Bezos owns Virgin Orbit. And took people up and they just they went a little bit further than just the edge of space, but the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar price ticket, price tag for the ticket Whoa. means only the rich will enjoy that ride. And uh one wonders if uh you know, if it's the beginning of bold new era <laughs> in space, you know, exploration. Or is this just <laughs> tourism to the edge of space that costs a whole lot of money? And either way, you know, we, we still should learn something. Uh-huh. And <laughs> <laughs> NASA is trying to get back into the game with its, uh, its shuttle missions. But, uh, yes. you know, it, it, I want to know the science, but is it, you know, is this the business model for it?
0: mm mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. I know somebody who's not gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> uh not until you know when they when they show me something solid, then okay, you know yeah, I'll but, go but there are a lot me. of
1: young people who are interested in that in in that type of exploration, and I do want to encourage that you know yeah, yeah definitely we definitely. want we've learned so much in the last fifty years there's so much more to learn
0: well, you know t- the one thing. I will say this. one thing about exploration, exploration takes a lot of guts. Now it, you know, you can say what you want to say about it. It takes a lot of intestinal fortitude, it takes a lot of calculating, and it takes a lot of, of, of uh, will of being willing to sacrifice your life if something does not go right. And that, now, that's the answer. goodness truth. And there are those who are willing to do that. And that is, a, that is brave. That is extremely brave. So let, let me just say that. Let me just say that. So I'm going to leave it at that with regard to people who do that type of stuff. That is very brave. Um, but there are degrees of bravery. And yours truly does not have the kind of bravery going down. You know, I, I consider myself to be an adrenaline junkie. But not like that. I'm not, I'm just not. <laughs> that. I'm not a real adrenaline junkie. I don't guess. Um, so no, we'll be doing that. So <laughs> uh, let me just say um, that you know, shout out to those people who do have that spirit and do have that type of uh, intestinal fortitude to go out and go do something like that. So shout out to you. And, uh, you know, just keep on doing what you do because you're the ones who set the pace, who set the tone for these types of exploration in this world and beyond. Okay? So, all right. Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I just think that they miscalculated on, on the Wagner group. The mercenaries who staged an uprising against the Russian state, against Vladimir Putin. But it suddenly quieted down since, like, you know, the vassal state next door, Belarus, invited the Wagner Group leader to come come live over there with them. But who knows what that's going to unleash? You know, is he going to... Stage a coup against Putin from Belarus, or is he going to stage a coup against Belarus? You know who knows because these guys are extra legal. You know they feel like they have some sort of carte blanche. They they've been invited by dictators on the continent of Africa to come over there and and engage in coups so that they can remain in power. You know, so you know we have places in Africa that. Wagner group has been exploiting there's this continued scramble for Africa to continue to impose the will I mean this isn't just Russia the uh Wagner group is on the continent of Africa being out of control but I can also say the same thing about US evangelical groups who have been over there on the continent of Africa promulgating these laws um against the lgbt community against abortion you know why are us evangelical why is the us church even over there playing culture war right. on the continent of africa you know especially on the issue of abortion you know ever since the supreme court of the united states overturned roe versus wade uh these groups have been Pushing their influence everywhere, including on sub-Saharan Africa, uh, where the world's highest rate of unintended pregnancies. And 70 percent of abortions, according to the Associated Press, are estimated to be unsafe on the continent. And yet, this uh, Supreme Court's ruling has emboldened these U.S.-based organizations that advocate against abortion in Africa, especially in largely Christian countries. And one Christian conservative group helped to develop a quote-unquote family values conference with lawmakers from several African countries this year. And African experts worry recent gains in abortion access could be reversed, even on the continent of Africa. So why are they playing culture war on the continent? You know, just as they are here. You know, and on the issue of LGBTQ, when you look at, the cluster of countries on the continent of Africa that have passed these laws is so many clustered around Africa. You know, South Africa is still pretty uh, liberal on this issue. or still moving in that direction. But because of these U.S.-based groups, they are continuing to turn African against Africans on these cultural issues. And yeah. they really need to quit. somebody has also have you know suggested called into this radio station and suggested there be an investigation into these u s based groups, and oftentimes they they have an exploitative or you know weakening effect on the country so that they can take over or pave the way for economic hit men to take over. We've seen that happen on 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 haiti you know so they really need to quit, they really do need to quit pitting people against one another for their culture wars. Yeah, it's another,
0: uh, uh, what do you call it? Colonial. Yeah, it's neocolonialism. It's neocolonialism.
1: Pure and simple. I mean, just as uh, original colonialism, they use the missionaries first to go over there and weakens people, resolves, and uh, make people trust them, only to pave the way. For
0: worse atrocities absolutely. to occur, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, um, let's let's look at the flip side to that. Um, there are people who are being jailed, and they're being put in, they're being put in prison, and there are some countries that are actually uh, putting people to death. Right now, I don't know. For certain that anybody has actually been put to death, mm-hmm. I suspect that has happened. Um, so I don't, I don't want to report anything about that, except to say that I know for certain that there are countries who have outwardly said that they plan on beginning to do that. Right? That's a grave, obviously that's a grave concern to anybody. Um, and- there there's a history there's, there's a history that has to be analyzed at some point uh I know that when I was there and and even and even now when you talk to africans um from south africa what what would happen is and and this was pretty bad this is really really bad because I know that it happened and it was it was one of the contributing factors to the um to the position the homophobic position that people were taking uh and it was one of the contributing factors to the rampant aids um uh epidemic there in um uh, in, in South Africa so what was happening was um Europeans who knew that they were ill would come down and um, and have sex with uh, with Africans, right, and would leave. It didn't matter to them at that particular point. They come down there, and they just party, and they leave. Sexual tourism. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and what they left behind is it, it destruction, complete destruction, because you have people now who have the AIDS virus. You get what I'm saying? That is problematic. That's very problematic. It does not necessarily mean that everybody that everybody who went down there was gay. What it does mean is that you had you had a uh, you had some who were and some who weren't, and at that particular time, it was seen as the you know as solely a um, a gay a gay virus. You know what I mean? And so that's that's what it was left. Yeah, but it was that's, never
1: the gay virus on the continent.
0: It was a strain that was in, it was infecting people exactly, that was straight. Exactly, exactly. And so what was happening was you had people who would go down there from Europe who would who would actually party. And this is what was being reported to me about what was happening there. And this is something. It, it's not unusual, and it's not something that was that's unbelievable. It has happened before, and. Because not only would they leave a disease behind, but they'd also leave a, uh, a a child or two. Right? You have children that are running around there right now, who are um, uh, light skinned with curly hair, and they don't they they don't look like anybody else in their community. And so that is a problem. That that that's a problem because. You have a child now who's running, who has, who's running around, who does not know who a parent is, because they didn't care enough to. Well, it, it, you know, life happened. You know what I mean? It's just that they 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 had they had fun, whatever it was, left and never came back.
1: It's a feature you of know?
0: colonialism,
1: is anyways, because same thing happened in, for instance, Vietnam. Exactly. How many <laughs> Vietnam children? With one American parent still in Vietnam, exactly. exactly. You know, but one of the the organizations to watch on, in terms of its practices on the continent is a group called Family Watch International, oh. a nonprofit Christian conservative organization, and its anti LGBTQ plus stance and its anti abortion activities. And its, quote-unquote, intense focus on Africa has led to its designation as a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. So that's who's operating in Africa, at least one of the organizations. They say in uh, April, the Family Watch International helped develop a, quote, family values and sovereignty meeting at Uganda's presidential offices with lawmakers and other delegates from more than 20 African countries. And the organization's Africa director also is advocating for his country, which is Ethiopia to revoke a 2005 law that expanded abortion access and dramatically reduced maternal mortality. So they want they want Africa to go backwards and maybe witness the entire burial of a people. You know, and some are actually from Ethiopia. Like this, uh, this person is this, uh, this president of the Family Watch International. This is uh, a one person who's from Ethiopia making that wants to revoke that 2005 law. He's a, he's the organization's Africa director. So they use Africans to kill Africans or to advocate for these oh, type laws. Oh, what? Yeah, to abdicate these laws, so yeah, they, the the group, Family Watch International, is a terrible player on the globe, especially on the continent of Africa.
0: Wow, wow, and I, and I watched the, the news reports that came out of Uganda. Uganda, yeah. Uganda had a special report that ran probably for about three days uh, on CNN. And Mm -hmm. it's gotten way, way out of hand now. Right, just to to promulgate a law
1: against the LGBT community is enough to get violence, to unleash violence in the country. You know, culturally, people person against person, you know, so we need to quit that. And and Kenya, I think, is trying to follow suit
0: on that. Oh, absolutely. Kenya... The, I mean, the African nations are doing this thing. I mean, they're, they're not playing around. They are not playing around with this at all. And it is, um, the the reaction, I believe, is one that's very dangerous. And we just need to watch it in terms of the human rights violations that, that are taking place. Uh, we need to monitor that because we do not need to have, uh, we do not need to have those types of uh or any type, not just those type, but any type of of human rights violations uh that mm-hmm. that that come out of this, it can get really out of hand. I mean you you saw what happened in Rwanda. Oh right? yeah. Okay. So the same type of thing can happen anywhere. Anywhere. And and this is not what you want. That's not what you want. You do not want that kind of thing. It sounds
1: like that's what these people, these type organizations want. They want this sort of culture war. Right. On the continent where Africans
0: pitted against Africans. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they want. Um, So I would say, you know, please, ladies and gentlemen, watch out for this um, and speak out about it. Speak out. Uh, we, We can't have people getting being killed because of something like this.
1: That doesn't make any sense. And who gets the land when all that happens? Oh, man. <laughs> that's what I call recolonization. Oh, and that's what people like these these uh, right-wing evangelical organizations. They use that type of language to justify what
0: they're doing. Right. Right. So. so man. Wow. <laughs> well, listen. Um, do we have anything up? I think we need to tighten up on our backstroke. Okay. What you think? Yeah, uh, we could. I, I think we have a call. Someone
1: let's get, let's, who's been
0: waiting. Let's, get, let's to call come. up and while, while we're doing that, let's tighten up on that backstroke. Let's, All right. let's go. Call him. Can okay, you he hear us? Can okay, you he hear us? Hello. Call him.
1: Caller, are you there? It's your turn. You can talk now.
0: Yes, yeah, sir. How you doing? All right. All right. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine, but I'm
2: very intrigued by your conversation. I like the feeling. Of here And stuff, you know. When we talk about uh, Africa, and you know, just about the the uh, the fact that there's been a lot of mischief there, and and and, and mercenaries. You talk about the mercenaries and, and the Wagner Group in Ukraine. You ought to. See, and we forget what happened in Africa, and the Congo, and and and, and places like uh, what was known as uh, Zimbabwe or Rhodesia, and the fight that took place. Uh, in Angola uh, and stuff, and how mercenaries—I mean—were used by the, by this government, by the United States government. Uh, many U.S. soldiers and Marines and the English were brought to to, especially the Congo, to kill uh, and and to overthrow like Lumumba, to, to fight against uh, uh, liberation in, in, in Zimbabwe and in Angola. And during the time of the Portuguese, read the story about a guy named Mad Mike Horry. You pull up his Thomas Michael Horry, and how he recruited this interference used by the by this government, this government, and mischief components of this government to 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 overthrow uh, uh, Lumumba and uh in in the Congo and to. Uh, uh, and other little mischief cycles that we get into, so we get upset about the Russians uh, and the Wagner group, you know. And in fact, the sad part is is that much of the the liberation in Africa was opposed by this country, you know, and that's well documented. In fact, you know, you can even go back. Let's look at um, I was looking at something about the Sharpeville Massacre, you know, when apartheid took over in South Africa. Investments from the U.S. and France and Britain increased; they doubled. Okay, after the Sharpeville massacre in 1961, investments from all these groups increased six times. Huh? And we don't we don't talk about that sort of thing and stuff, but we can you know focus in on the and and when it came time for African liberation, who was there in Angola and in uh, in Mozambique? And, and stuff to, to, to help fight for, the, for African liberation huh? You know it certainly won this country. And that's the sad part part about it. So when you talk about getting coalitions and just study about what's happening now about the BRICS group, Brazil, India, Russia, China, South Africa, and how they have turned into an economic power and and, and, and uh, united to form coalitions to develop themselves economically you know where's even in the u.s on this you know that's, this is kind of foolish the, the, the information that we and, that that we we are not reading and that's why it's so important to maintain people in this state of stupidity and, and misinformation you know as mr DeSantis has, has wanted to a lot of us have never even heard of this. You know this, these kind of activities and stuff, because you know we want to keep our, our ourselves uh, uh, educationally, educationally, uh, 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 void of what's happened, what is happening, in the rest of the world. You know, not only just the rest of the world, but then when we bring it locally and we talk about what you know what happened here, that, that the relationship of uh, of uh, of the Spanish. And the Americans in, in 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 Florida, and how there was this always this tension between the Spanish, who were allowing uh, African slaves, uh, Africans who were enslaved, to to, to 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 come to 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 cross the border into Florida and bear arms as long as they swore allegiance to the to the Spanish King. You know we don't, or or you know I heard that Mr. DeSantis that they was going to said that he was going to defund uh, black history. Well, he might as well go on and change the name of St. Augustine because who do you think St. Augustine is? A black man. And his mom said, just go down there to Fort Mose, Fort Mose Museum, which is maintained by the state of Florida, and you can get all the black history you want. And when you look at what St. Augustine, the city of St. Augustine, when they talk about it, they talk about this relationship between uh, the the Cubans, the uh, the the Spanish, the uh, the African, and that rich history that they have down there in Fort M- Fort Mose and under second, and the first underground railroad, which was the Southern Underground Railroad, and those sort of things. And that's just take a tour down there. There's a lady down there, she gives a tour, and she will tell you all about all about that 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 stuff, Miss B. And just just give her a call to miss B uh, I heard that the, that that dog on uh, uh mr. Billy was already talking about you he must, something must must be wrong with him you tell me he's wrong or I heard on Walter Walter Smith that he said something about uh, you and your getting educated but you know these are the kind of things that we're that you know I just wanted to clear up clear clear, clear up this morning and, and and stuff you know in terms of people talking about the vulnerable group and mercenaries and the, and the but we don't talk about the Salia Scouts and uh, we don't talk about you know, Mike Horde Mr. Uh, Mercenary Man you know and stuff like that and, and stuff like so let's let's put, this, let's put this a little bit in perspective and by the way I wanted to also mention one thing real quick this is by this the way fiction
0: <laughs> Go ahead,
2: <Doc>. in Tampa <laughs> Uh-huh. You know that a uh, uh, doctor, Mac- uh, doctor Gartha, an uh, uh, Asian woman. So let's go on and take a look and read your within the norms. And you'll see what we published on her. You know and how uh, uh, you know mm-hmm. what we're being tortured here in this city is, is is being tortured by by the DEA and and and, and prosecutors who are taking taking what is legal. I mean
0: legal, medication is legal and making it classifying them as illegal. But that I'll hold my peace this morning. All right, all right. All right. Thanks, Doctor
1: Billy. We appreciate you. All right, all right. Yeah, he's thanks. talk he uh, mentioned uh Mike Horde Horay, mad Mike Horay, he was a Irish British army officer oh, and mercenary who fought during the Simba Rebellion and was involved in carrying out a 1981 Seychelles coup d'état attempt. <laughs> uh, these guys, but you know that, that that still doesn't mean that we can't talk about the Wagner Group and its behavior on the continent of Africa. Has been invited in by dictators. Uh, just to, you know, we we can't forget that the the U.S. misadventures in during colonialism. Nope. But that doesn't justify. Russian misadventures even then and now because even then it wasn't about African liberation when Russia was stepped in it was about spheres of influence right. it was about arming both sides if you had to you know just to confront the west on the continent of Africa or anywhere in the world it was the cold war it was all whatever Russia did it was because they wanted to confront the west the west right wasn't about liberation for anybody. Else.
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And 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 let me tell you, in my opinion, just my opinion, okay. Any African nation that would that would join in on something like that is foolish. Absolutely foolish. In my mind, they need to be focused in on themselves and strengthening their own economies. Strengthen their own infrastructure. I mean, you have engineers that are that are that are in Uganda. You have engineers that are Ugandan. Okay, in in South Africa, you have um, lawyers who are South African. You have everything that you need in your own countries. Man, work on your country, and trust me when I tell you. I mean, history with, history should tell them flat out there's absolutely nothing good that's going to come of these people joining in with Russia or even us for that matter unless unless they're in control of what's going on of the narrative and, and, and the actions and logistics of what happens with their country China or all of them not, don't, don't mess with any of them do it yourself, man make your own airways you know your own uh airports your own uh hotels and things like that come on man you know or or broker the deals with airport the, to bring in tourism do you know do it yourself do it yourself you know i'm gonna always be uh, a proponent for that type of thing always gonna be a proponent for that it's what makes sense it's what makes sense and it's a lesson that must be learned by now. Come on, mm-hmm. come on, come on. We can't be having, we can't have this thing of Chinese police stations <laughs> manned by the Chinese on the African continent. Come on, man, that's crazy. That's absolutely insane. Uh, that's the beginning of something bad. There's, not, there's nothing good that's going to come of that. Not one good, not one good thing at all. Not at all. Hey, listen. Um, we ready to tighten up on that on that backstroke? Yeah, no? we gonna, we <laughs> no, gonna, listen. Fat. Yeah, we've been tightening up on that backstroke. Yes, sir. All right, here it is, right here on WMUF Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete. We finna tighten up on that backstroke, baby. Working for the
3: good stuff.
2: and you're listening to WMNF.
3: Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Let's let's get it
1: on. Oh my, God. Oh my God. This is for the Americas. You know what we are in emancipation season.
3: Yeah.
0: What they call it? Emancipation season. To the brothers of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. We about to play it. You know what it is, bro. You know what it is, bro. You know what it is. Brother George Clinton, Atomic uh, Doll. Five Fraternity Incorporated. Piota Chapter and Emu Mew right here in the Tampa Bay area. Shout out to the original Polo Q. My man Trace who came all the way down here from Birmingham, Alabama to sell his goods. Hey man, shout out to the bros, man. Shout out to the bros. Over 100 years of service, baby. Long live Omega Side Five Fraternity Incorporated.
3: One must not change the cat, nothing but a me One must not feel like that, one must not change the cat, nothing but a me One must not feel like that, one must not change the cat, nothing but a me
2: This is George Dr. Fucking Franklin, and you're listening to WMNF Hampton. You do the dog, y'all.
0: Sunday form. We're gonna let you know about everything that's going on with regard to the best of the Divine Nine, Omega South five Incorporated, as we approach our grand conclave for next year, right here in the Tampa Bay area. root all the bros, root all the bros that will be converging upon the Tampa Bay area. It's gonna be funky, baby. It's gonna be <laughs> hot. There's going to be Atomic
1: Dogs in Tampa. Oh, yes,
3: baby.
0: <laughs> you listen to all the rest... You've seen what they can do.
3: You
0: like them. But you love the cute. <laughs> right here on WMNF 88.5. FM. All right, everybody. We are back. Uh, listen, this is.